First time is always an exciting thing. The first time of just about anything is exciting. I had been waiting a long time. If you, if you know me well, uh, you, you'll, you'll know that I'm not a very patient guy. Uh, it's not one of the natural spiritual gifts that God has given me is to wait on things. It's, it's like I understand Christmas is, what, 10 weeks away? Um, I, I think I could use Christmas like tomorrow and and, and, and that's for a couple of reasons, because while I can't wait for Christmas, I also can't wait for spring to come again. Jesus, please, come spring soon. Uh, and I feel a little bit uh, deceived, because yesterday was very, like, summer-esque kind of weather, and I'm not sure what happened this morning. Okay, I'm a little, a little confused. But, but waiting f- for something that you know is good and wonderful and beautiful is 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 a bittersweet kind of kind of thing. I, I remember waiting uh, just over nine months for what I knew was going to be the most beautiful little girl ever. Do you remember? Some of you have had children. Can you remember just just waiting and and, and anticipating? And and I got to tell you, I fell in love with her even before I knew it was her. The Bible says that uh, even while, you know, while it was Isaiah, while he was still in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I got to tell you, I knew my daughter. Even before she knew she was a daughter, I had dreamt of her and had longed for her. And when she came out and, and, and literally f- fell out, don't worry, she didn't fall and hit her head, but she f- literally slew right out. Whatever she looked like, she was still the most beautiful being ever. I'm serious. It, it, it doesn't matter what condition she was, absolutely precious. Our eyes locked, and I could tell she knew the same thing that I knew, even though she hadn't formulated the words quite yet to capture it, and that's that this is going to be a beautiful, wonderful, lifelong journey. In that moment, I was wrapped around her finger. And to this day, homegirl just takes advantage of daddy in all kinds of crazy ways. If you had a child, you, you know what it's like, that those first moments, it's so wonderful. You forget the sleepless nights. You forget that, that uh, you don't speak the same language quite yet. You are just happy to have that connection. First time I fell head over heels Love at first sight, it, it was just instant. Maybe you haven't had a child, but, and you're trying to think of, well, what's the first time I experienced a whole lot of joy? I, I, I remember another time, I was born in the Dominican Republic, and uh, in the Dominican is located in the Caribbean. Newsflash, in the Caribbean, no snow. No snow. Uh, left when I was five years old, came here to Michigan, Berrien Springs. Um, I, I only knew lake water at that point, and my memory was lake water. Um, I felt it was always cold, but that was normal, right? Anybody here grown up by Lake Michigan and only Lake Michigan, you think that that is normal. Uh, when I was 14, went on a teen mission trip to the Dominican Republic, uh, I put on my swimsuit, got done with the day, ran out beside the water, and I, I had an exercise of getting into the lake, of, you know, creeping in 
allowing the body to adjust. I'm not into shock therapy when I'm trying to relax. So I went to the water and everybody else ran in and I thought, well, this, this must be different. So I jumped right in and how wonderful and marvelous and amazing is Caribbean water. It's, it's not lake water. Caribbean water is warm and cool and refreshing and it's like heaven. Do you remember that first time that you actually walked into a pool of water and thought, this is wonderful? Hasn't happened here, I'm sure, so you need to find somewhere else <laughs> to do that. It's first time. Uh, and maybe you're still trying to grasp, man, the first time that I had a, a really awesome moment of joy, uh, well, here uh, in our faith denomination, uh, do you remember the first time you had a haystack? Oh, you discovered you could make, this is like the most relative thing in Adventism is a haystack. You make it just the way you like it. Nobody's going to be mad at you. It's a wonderful thing the first time you've experienced a haystack. The first time of anything, just about anything that brings joy is a joy that you never forget. In fact, every moment of joy after that is similar to that first moment, seems to never compare to that first moment of joy. The first time that my baby girl woke me up in the middle of the night because she wasn't sleeping, I thought, yay, I'm a daddy, this is so much fun. I tell you, when she does it now, not so much fun. Right? It does not compare. So here's the thing. How can we continue to introduce joy into our daily narrative? How can we exercise joy in some of the hardest times? And this morning, I don't have all of the answers, but I want to provide to you three pathways that we can do that, and we're going to do that very quickly. The first pathway is is quite simple. Shift the lens. Shift the lens. If you've ever been to the eye doctor, they sit you down, they're doing an exam to see how good your vision is, and they go, one, two, which one looks better? One, two, does that better? One or two? And you keep going through until you see, until you arrive at the lens which helps you to see perfectly clear. Sometimes that's all it takes when you arrive at a very difficult situation to introduce joy into that narrative is you simply shift the lens at which you're looking at that thing. Just look at it from a slightly different perspective. In John chapter 21, the disciples are out fishing. Peter says, our Messiah is dead. Let's go out fishing. And he fishes all night, catches nothing. Jesus shows up on the shore. And he's like, hey, have you caught anything? No, we haven't. What does he do? He tells them, cast your net on the other side. What happens? Nets become full. Same lake, same boat, same disciples, different side of the boat. They just shifted the lens, and by shifting the lens, they unlocked a bounty of God's blessing. Sometimes that's all we need to do is shift the lens. That's one pathway that you can introduce joy into. Just look at that thing in a different way, and if you need help, find some really good friends that can help you to take a different perspective on that circumstance. Okay, Number two, pathway, exercise gratitude. They say have an attitude of gratitude. Well, here's what I'm telling you. If you exercise gratitude, there's a really good chance that by exercising that muscle, even though you don't feel like it, even though you don't want to, that you're going to kickstart something in your heart that will introduce joy. Some of my most woe is me moments 
And I don't know the science behind this. I don't know why it happens this way. But whenever I have those woe is me moments, what I try to do to shift because I can get really cloudy. Have you ever had that happen? You have one thought that sets you down the path and you're like, oh, the world is so dark and coming upon me. I can't take this. Here's what I do. I find some people that I'm really thankful for. And I, and I say to myself, I, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna thank them for something that I know is true. So Pastor Skip McCarty right here, brother, I appreciate your steady hand. You are always firm and faithful, and when I look to you, I find strength in knowing that there's somebody steady and firm and faithful and always following the way. I exercise that in a hard moment, and I find somebody else, and I try to identify one thing I'm thankful for, and allowing those good graces to uh, work their way into my heart somehow softens me. I don't know why, but it does. It just softens me to be thankful to someone else. It takes the clouds away and the sun starts to come in. Another thing that I do, and we're doing it this morning, is sing. Sing a song of thanks. One of my favorite songs in some of my darkest and hardest and joyless moments is is this one. You know it. I come to the garden alone. While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear Falling on my ear The Son of God Discloses You know it And He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry to him. And I'm telling you, you sing a song and it just, Susan, isn't that right? We sing a song and it just does something inside of us that brings joy. Third thing, third pathway, third pathway. This is a a good one. Make all things new. Revelation 21, final promise of Jesus says, I come and I will make all things new. New. And this is, this is real easy. So this, you can accomplish this in two ways. Do something new in your life that you haven't done before. Do something different. You've never done uh, an aerobics class? Do an aerobics class. Have you ever uh, done any uh, knitting? I haven't done knitting. Haven't got that dark yet for me to pick up knitting. <laughs> but if you've never done it, do knitting. But here's even a, here's even a simpler thing to do. What happens is that when you're young, have you seen kids, like my kids, always laughing even when it's bedtime? I don't know what it is. They start laughing and they're laughing at the fact that they're laughing. Have you, have you seen that before? They, like, it's just they're joyful because they're, they're being joyful. So what happens when we get old is that we take like old things They become common and familiar, and somehow common and familiar becomes joyless. I I don't know why why that is. Um, First sunrise, wow, 
That's beautiful. That's gorgeous. Like, then you're working every day, getting up before sunrise, you see the sun, and you're not so sure that it's beautiful and wonderful. So here's, here's, here's what I'm going to suggest to you. Take an old thing, a common and familiar thing, and say to yourself, this week, every time this common and familiar, old, recurring thing happens, I'm going to pretend like it's the first time. The first time that, that, that I get to taste chocolate. Like I've never had it before. I wonder, I wonder what this will taste like. I'm talking about good chocolate, like real, like chocolate garden, chocolate truffles, chocolate, like just taste it. What does it feel like? How about feeling wind for the first time? What would you do that, feeling the wind? That's a strange thing to have something come over you. Make all things new. Create that space in your life to take the common, the regular, the everyday that seems mundane and say, you know what? What what would this feel like if I was feeling it or experiencing it for the first time? And I promise you, you will find joy again. Joy like if it was the first time. So three simple pathways. Shift the lens, exercise gratitude, and make all things new.